fellow people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, welcome to this week's news and flashback fun and show teaser mini episode. I'm your host, Moby Group. Happy birthday today to my cousin Elise's, Elise O'Brien's youngest PJ Mask loving son, Bobby, who turns two. Happy birthday, Bobby. I hope you like your gift. He shares his birthday with the late pop singer Aaron Carter, who sadly would have been 35 today, singer Sarah Bareilles, actress Ellen Burstyn, Jeffrey Wright, actor Thomas C. Howell, and actress Nicholas Holt. The famous Frosty the Snowman TV special first came to life on this day in 1969. He looks pretty great for a 53-year-old snowman, if you ask me. Other December entertainment debuts include 1990's Edward Scissorhands, 2007's I'm Not Good There in the Golden Compass, 2001's Ocean's Eleven, 2018's Dumpling and Mary Queen of Scots, Leonard Cohen's 1984 song Hallelujah, and 2015's In the Heart of Sea. Sadly, today marks 81 years Since the attack on Pearl Harbor, the day that will live in infamy, let us take a moment to remember and honor the 2,403 service members and civilians who lost their lives in the attack. So sad. We will never forget you. I have some news before flashback fun. It is my sad duty to report some recent TV deaths. The world was stunned Sunday when 90-year-old actor Bob McGrath joined Jim Henson and Carol Spinney in the Sesame Street in the Sky. McGrath had been a part of the initial cast of the long-running classic kids TV show for 47 long seasons. The rap announced the news Sunday, stating McGrath appeared as himself on the show's pilot in 1969 and remained on the show until his retirement in 2017. During his run on the show, McGrath performed many of its most famous songs, including People in Your Neighborhood and If You're Happy and You Know It. Along with the main PBS series, McGrath appeared in various Sesame Street computer games, movies, and specials, including the feature film Follow That Bird. Even after leaving the show, he continued to appear at events held by Sesame Workshop to promote children's education. The Sesame Workshop mourned McGrath's passing as a beloved member of the Sesame Street family. A founding cast member, Bob embodied the melodies of Sesame Street like no one else, and his performances brought joy and wonder to generations of children around the world, whether teaching them the ABCs, the people in their neighborhood, or the simple joy of feeling music in their hearts. A revered performer worldwide, Bob's rich tenor filled airwaves in concert halls from Las Vegas to Sachacatchewan to Tokyo many times over. We will be forever grateful for his many years of passionate, creative contributions to Sesame Street, an honor that he shared so much of his life with us. 83-year-old actor Al Strobel, known as Twin Peaks mysterious one-armed Philip one-armed mysterious Philip Gerard passed away a few days ago.
the entertainment world is still in shock after Monday, Monday's unexpected passing of 71-year-old Christy Alley. Her kids, True and Lily Parker, confirmed the news on social media, stating she lost a fight with cancer. TheRap.com stated Monday night, To all our friends far and wide around the world, we are sad to inform you that our incredible, fierce, and loving mother has passed away after a battle with cancer only recently discovered, they wrote. She was surrounded by her closest family and fought with great strength, leaving us with the serenity of her never-ending joy of living in whatever adventures lie ahead. As iconic as she was on screen, she was an even more amazing mother and grandmother. They thanked the doctors and nurses at Malfit Cancer Center in Tampa, Florida for their care. Our mother's zest and passion for life, her children, grandchildren, and many animals, not to mention her eternal joy of creating, were unparalleled and leave us inspired to live life to the fullest just as she did, they wrote. We thank you for your love and prayers and ask that you respect our privacy at this difficult time. With love always, True and Lily Parker. John Travolta, who co-starred with Allie in the Look Who's Talking films, was among the first to play his respects. Christy was one of the most special relationships I've ever had. I love you, Christy, he wrote on Instagram. I know we will see you again. It was later confirmed that she passed of colon cancer. Her first movie role was as Vulcan officer Lieutenant Savick in 1982's Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Her big TV breakout role came playing no-nonsense husky voice waitress Rachel in the NBC sitcom Cheers. She also appeared in the Look Who's Talking trilogy films, Summer School, 1995's It Takes Two, 1999's Drop Dead Gorgeous, Deconstructing Harry, and many others. Sadly, the raptorist reported George Newell, the last surviving original creator of ABC TV's Schoolhouse Rock cartoon, died no 30th in a hospital near his Hastings-on-the-Hudson NY home. He was 88. According to the New York Times, Newell's wife, Lisa Maxwell, attributed her cause of death to cardiopulmonary arrest. The Emmy Award-winning cartoon TV series ran from 1973 to 1984 with a 1990s revival. The animated show provided lessons to young viewers covering math, civics, science, and grammar through song every Saturday morning, setting a predecent for informative programming later mandated by the government in the 90, 1990s. Beyond television, the series expanded into books, recordings, and live sing-along specials, spawning a fandom that already anticipates its 50th anniversary next year, for which the Walt Disney Company has scheduled a special re-releases of the official guidebook and coloring books. Catchy songs were set with colorful cartoons like Three is a Magic Number, Unpack Your Adjectives, Conjunction Function, and I'm, I'm Just a Bill and Interjection. So sad. In much better news, Kiki Palmer is pregnant. During her December 3rd Saturday Night Live Opening monologue, the 25-year-old note actress who was hosting that night was glowing as she debuted her bump and announced her big news. I would like 
to extend my greatest congratulations to my roommate Cassie Laughlin's brother Charlie and her sister-in-law Kate Laughlin. They're going to get their first visit from the Stork next June. Congratulations. Speaking of baby news, Ren star Anthony Rapp declared on Monday on Instagram he and his partner Ken Ithapol became first-time parents with the December 2nd surrogate birth of, the, of their son, Rye Larson Ithapol, born via surrogate. Fabulous news for Ghostbusters and the Flash movie fans. Ghostbuster Afterlife's untitled December 2023 sequel has a director. It's Gil Keenan, who co-wrote and executive produced Ghostbusters Afterlife alongside its director, Jason Reitman, who is the son of the late Ivan Reitman, the director of the 1984 original Ghostbusters. Coming Soon.net announced December 5th, just six months before just over six months before its release, DC's The Flash movie has had its release date moved up by Warner Brothers. Originally set to release in theaters on June 23rd, 2023. The Flash will now debut theatrically on June 16, 2023. Notably, this move gives the film a bit of breathing room as it gives it another week in theaters before Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny releases on June 30th, 2023. I sure hope they know what they're doing. Wes Anderson's next film, Asteroid City, has a release date. Variety.com reported yesterday the drama starring Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, Scarlett Johansson, Maya Hawke, Jeffrey Wright, Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Leo Schreiber, Scarlett Johansson, Sophia Lillis, Steve Carell, Rita Wilson, and Matt Dillon, among many others, will open in limited theatrical release June 16, 2023, against The Flash with a national nationwide release the following week on June 23rd. It's time for Flashback Fun. In honor of Christy Alley, let's take a look back at one of her most well-known films, the 1989 romantic comedy Look Who's Talking, also starring John Travolta, the late Olympia Dukakis, Abe Vigoda, Bruce Willa, and George Seagal and Bruce Willis is the voice of Mikey. In the October 13, 1989 release, single career-motivated Molly is left on her own to give birth to her son Mikey, the child of a married man. But she finds a new romantic chance in the cab driver who drives her to the hospital when she's in labor. The film was vastly successful, earning $297 million, enough to, to, make, to spawn two sequels, 1990's Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking Now in 1993. Travolta, Dukakis, and uh, Ali were the only films actors who appear in all three movies. The first two films also inspired the ABC sitcom Baby Talk, aired from 91 to 1992 and featured Tony Danza as the voice of Baby Mickey. According to IMDb.com and according to Christy Alley's memoir, 
During filming, she fell in love with John Travolta, but she stayed faithful to her husband. And director Amy Heckerling said Bruce Willis had improvised a bunch of X-rated voiceover takes. Did you know John Stamos was actually the first part choice for the James part? But the Full House producers won't let him out of his contract to take the role. So, and Michael Keaton, Nicolas Cage, Mel Gibson, Griffin Dune, Kurt Russell, Jeff Goldblum, and Mel Gibson were, were also considered for it before Travolta got the part. For today's other flashback fun, let's dive deep into one of the oldest and most beloved Christmas movies ever. Um, no offense to you, Wonderful Life, Meet Me in St. Louis, Christmas in Connecticut, The Shop Around the Corner, White Christmas, The Many Iterations of a Christmas Carol, Holiday Inn, etc. The the dramedy from 1947, Miracle of 34th Street. Directed and written by George Seaton, the May 2nd, 1947 release date, yes, really, it opened in May, starred Maureen O'Hara, Natalie Wood, John Payne, and Edmund Gwent. The annual Christmas time favorite, which is set between Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve in New York City, doesn't even need a plot recap. It's so beloved to this day. It took home three Oscars, Best Supporting Actor, for Gwen, Valentine Davis for Best Writing Original Story, and Seaton for Best Directing, and for Best Writing Screenplay. It was also up for Best Picture, but lost to Gentleman's Agreement. A more serious-minded Remake, written by John Hughes and starring Richard Attenborough, Elizabeth Perkins, Mara Wilson, and Dylan McDermott, was, re- was released in 1994. According to IMDb.com and Natalie Wood's biographer, she was convinced that Edmund Gwen was really Santa Claus during filming. He was a very good-natured man on set, according to all accounts. It wasn't until she saw him out of costume at the rap party that she discovered he was not Santa. Unusually, there were two Christmas films up for Best Picture at the 1947 Academy Awards. This one and Henry Coaster's 1947 film, The Bishop's Wife. They joined It's a Wonder Life, Full Life, released the year beforehand, as the sole three Christmas movies to be up for Best Pictures. And what's interesting is Natalie Wood was just eight years old when she made this film. That's all for this week's news and flashback fun. But be sure to tune in to tomorrow's Midday Movie Madness Show. I've got Gumero del Toro's retelling of the classic Pinocchio tale arriving on Netflix. And that's no lie. Viola Davis's fierce The Woman King coming onto DVD December 13th. Plus, hold your breath. Count, make a wish, and count to three. Come with, on a trip with me. And you'll be in a world of pure imagination as I go back in time to a Gene Wilder movie that opened your imagination. All this and lots more. So be sure to tune your radio dial to 90.7 WKKL 
this Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time for Midday Movie Madness on 90.7 or streaming from anywhere in the entire world at WKKL.FM. You can also find the Facebook Live Breaks on Midday Movie Madness's Facebook page, Midday Movie Madness on 90.7 and Anchor's podcast tomorrow as well. So until we meet again, my minions, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs and get to the theaters if you can. Bye now.